0: Okay, I'm on a walk if it gets a little funny sounding at all in the background. Um, I wanted to bring up a few things that I met with another trader who I've been following for a long time, but never actually met, and he's been trading for over 30 years, and just a person who's been through a lot of changes and have seen a lot of other traders. It was really nice to get soak up all that wisdom and and ask questions and people who are around for 30 years or more are rare so that's that was kind of cool to to meet somebody who's been doing it that long but one of the one of the topics of this podcast that I want to discuss are some of the things that uh, him and I talked about but also what the thing that stood out to me the most was he, he plays pickleball and he's worked really hard at in his game and, and gotten to a higher skill level on pickleball and just the way that he spoke about how he goes about it, um, targeting the player's weakness, uh, playing a little bit more of a finesse game and using a lot of things that I think athletes and coaches use when they're thinking strategically versus just coming with a lot of power. And on that note, he said that the, one of the pros, the pros is a term for like a, an instructor or a teaching pro, or whatever. They um, They said to him, well, why don't you try to play the match and see when you have that first ball that you want to kill, like the first kind of put away shot to not put it away. Instead, just put that ball back in an offensive position the best you can and continue to play out the point and see what happens. Take note of it. And he said, it was almost like there's a huge open secret or not so open secret. I guess that it just improved his game tremendously because he said what happens, and this is similar to tennis. I'll say when I was playing a lot of tennis, it, the, the opponent either makes a mistake soon after and you get the point anyway, or the other thing that happens is the next put-away shot that they give you is so much easier than the one that you just had that you can't even believe that you know, you would have swung at the first one because the second one was just a total slam dunk. And I think that really relates to so many things in other sports, but also in trading. And one thing I said to him, which, which um, he agreed with, is a lot of times, and especially you'll get this um, – you could get this on a longer time frame, but I especially got it in my day trading. Um, my years of doing that was – you would be all oh, morning. you could feel it. You could just feel it. We wanted to roll over, let's just say, or we could rally, but let's just say roll over. And everyone feels it. So when everyone feels it, it's really hard. For, when it actually happens, it has to shake everybody out. So oftentimes what you get is you finally, you know, you catch that trade where it rolls over and you probably spent a lot of money to catch it. And then that sucker comes all the way back, like 85% of the way, stops everybody out. Maybe you added, you got hurt, maybe you lost money on the whole thing. And then um, that, re, that deep retest is the trade you needed to take and then down it goes all the way back down and you were correct everybody was correct everyone could feel it but it was a psychological thing it was like a positioning exercise which is tons of how the index works especially on a short time frame so that that it's another one of those examples of if you don't have to kill the first one and if you can recognize that everyone's feeling and thinking that way you can kind of back off a little bit maybe excuse me maybe trade a little bit smaller and just kind of wait for that thing to fall into your lap and it's it, we're talking to people who have been doing it, and this is the same direction I'm going that he was going. Talking to people who have been trading a long time, it just becomes less is more. Everyone's looking at how can I be... He was talking about working more on options um, to like, you know, to keep the risk down, keep the risk known, and uh, take advantage of the idea of flow more. Because as you get going more, you have more money, more experience, and you've seen more things. So you want to take advantage of that without stressing out all the time and doing all the little stuff and, and stubbing your toe and, and burning, up, burning out your energy. You need a balanced you know, balanced day and you have kids or you, whatever it is. It's just, it's different. And I talked to some younger traders and they, they're going through a lot of the same thing that I've went through, that I still go through, uh, of course, but that I really went through when I was younger, which is hammering away in the summer markets because, you know, I mean, I mean, you're in your twenties or early thirties. If you don't have a family and you don't have other things to keep you busy, you want to work really hard and grow your trading. You want to be skilled. You want to make more money. So you just you, you don't know anything else but to go really hard and a lot of us are wired to just keep growing and working and that's the way we are and we're successful because of that but sometimes it's there's another way that's much easier and it's it's sinking into that flow and that less is more attitude and it goes back to my i did a podcast that's probably you can scroll down the list about blackberries blackberry season here where i live is august starting about now mid-august to early september and it's funny because I'll just rehash it briefly. It's the same as the pickleball analogy. It's like I go in and pick the blackberries and I'm scratching my hand and my kid wants them and they're green and they're not ready yet. And then all of a sudden you go out there in the right few weeks and they're just hanging off the edge and they're so easy and you can have as many as you want. And the market's like that too. Sometimes it's, it's really, really hard. And sometimes it's easy. And if you can turn it on during this, sometimes it's easy with peak mental uh, focus and maybe sizing, appropriately and not getting hurt and preserving that easier said than done but that's that's the the evolution if you can do that you make a lot more money with a lot less work and it it can seem easy at times I think that's what athletes at the high end tap into as well talked a little bit about Federer and Nadal and Djokovic versus the other guys physically they're very similar but it's that mental game and this it's the same thing with this and it's understanding that you know we had a lot of volatility the summer came it slowed down it slow when it slows down it means it's just going up the volumes are lower it's chopping around it's grinding people are frustrated they think it should be going down but it's not and we're kind of at a weird time right now so the next move is not quite clear but um i just think keeping in mind the some of these analogies to sports are useful because you if you play the sports or even whatever you're doing i'm sure you can do this with music or dance or even like jujitsu, I'm doing jujitsu right now. And that's the same thing. I mean, it's the same thing over there. It's, it's defend and protect and survive. And then the opponent gets really tired and then you can go offensive. It's almost like hanging around, hanging around and, oh, look, there's an opportunity. And then they get a little more tired. Okay. Don't reach for that. Don't press too hard and open yourself up. Wait again, protect, defend. Okay. Now they're exhausted. The opportunities are getting more frequent and kind of really easy. They're slam dunks at this point. So that's, that's the thing right and and so the other thing i would add to this is if you're not as skilled so you're new and you're playing someone who's more skilled or you're trading a market where you know you don't feel quite comfortable you want to rush and end the point quickly or make the money quickly because the longer it goes on the greater chance that you're going to lose well that's a different game then you have to sharpen your skills and hone into different things that you that you want to do that you can be good at and that's a different exercise so there's there's the experienced trader and what they're working on, and there's the newer trader. And the newer trader has just come up with one thing. I started with one thing, and I have done podcasts on what that was in the past. I used to look at Fibonacci retracements that lined up on multiple timeframes, and I would watch them work. And then when they would come up a second or a third time, everyone would get stuck, and I would I would go into that pressure because I knew everyone was relying too much on technicals, and they were stuck. And that was a little thing I did during the day. I'm not sure that even works that great anymore, but you know, 10 or 15 years ago, it worked really good for a while. and then. I figure out something else. Failed head and shoulders patterns. I used to love those. I like the failures more than the real patterns. But even you know, that's just index trading during the day. It's there's something for everything, right? But and I'm look I'm looking more at stocks now, and I'm I'm trading some earnings stuff. And there's a whole peculiar, set of peculiarities and things that do and don't work in that world. And so we all have to go through that when we learn something new, or we learn something from the start. It's a different exercise, but it doesn't negate this other stuff, which is kind of the 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 game, everything turns into the other stuff eventually. If you get through the first hurdle, you're going to be working on the rest of your life on preserving your energy and striking while it's hot. And the better you can do that, the more money you'll make.